This month, Andy and I are taking on some old and new horror films and discussing our thoughts on these terrifying tales and movies of the macabre. This week, we are unraveling the plot of Cobweb, the 2023 suspense thriller starring Lindsay Kaplan and Anthony Starr. In this film, a young boy investigates the strange knocking in his walls and unveils a dark secret that his parents have kept hidden from him. Does Cobweb masterfully weave its intricate plot threads, or does it get tangled up in its own storytelling? Find out on this episode of Flick Flops. Boom. <clears throat> yeah, cobwebs. Oh, cobwebs, Jesus. <clears throat> My throat. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> Cobweb. Uh, this is um, a 2023 film, right, Gary? This thing came out yeah. this year. Yeah, not that long ago. Uh, the note I have says it came out in a limited release, 721. So it apparently was released. I never heard of it or saw it until you kind of brought it up in conversation. Yeah. But, um, uh, let's go. Let's go to the numbers on this thing. Numbers. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes has this one sitting at critics is at fifty eight. The audience has it at seventy one. <clears throat> um, I couldn't find a budget on this. I tried. I just couldn't find anything. Uh, the box office numbers come in at five point seven million. Uh, a limited release. So I don't know. I don't have those numbers on what it was released in, how many theaters, whatnot. So it had to, yeah, it definitely had to be small, small run. Yeah. Um, this was written by a guy named Chris Thomas Devlin. Uh, I couldn't, the only thing that he's got of note that you might be familiar with is he did the, uh, he wrote the uh, re uh, imagined Texas Chainsaw Massacre for okay. 2022. So he did that. And then director is a uh, it's the debut director debut for a guy named um, Sam uh, Bodin or Bodin I don't know he's from he's French so I don't know I actually pronounce his last name uh-huh. uh, Croissant I think he put that in there somewhere Yes uh, the interesting thing though this was produced one of the producers not so one of the producers was Seth Rogen so there there was a little bit of name and money behind this and a lot of pot and a lot of oh, <laughs> it's a pretty funny movie. Oh. <laughs> I wish I could do a Rogan. <laughs> I can't even. That's that's the worst. I that's pretty good though. <laughs> Maybe if you could superimpose a Rogan head over me, it might be sold as a Seth Rogan impersonation. Uh, so that's all I got for numbers, ratings. Now again, our ratings. Uh, I will always probably do this on every episode because our rating system is not normal. Uh, why we chose to do it this way, I don't know. It made sense in the meeting we had about it. But now that we have to explain it in every episode, maybe it wasn't the best move. But I digress. We started this way, so damn it, we're going to finish this way. We're going to ride it out. We're nothing but uh, consistent. (laughs) What it is, is our rating system is the the more of something you have, be it stars, turds, toilet paper. In this case, for Cobweb, it's going to be spiders. Spiders. Because we're trying to do a theme for the month of October, Halloween, creepy. Uh, the more of these things you have, the worse the movie is. So if it's five spiders, it means it's a piece of crap. The movie suck balls. Back guano. If it has one or even less, zero, it's video aces. This is a movie you want to see. So again, reiterate, ours is backwards. You want, you, want, you want low numbers. It's like golf. You want low score, not high. With that being said, Gary, I give Cobweb. And again, I knew nothing about this movie. You sent it, said we should watch this movie. I'm like, I'm in, bro. Yeah. I'm sick. I'm sitting around watching movies all day. This movie <laughs> captivated me. I give this one spider. This movie wow. was thrilling to me. I thoroughly enjoyed this film. 
Awesome. And I gave this film two spiders. Two spiders. That's uh, sixteen legs. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why. I said I, that. It sounds arachnid. Yeah, it sounds right. That's the dumbest thing. So, Gary, you got some bullet points and notes you want to go over, and then we'll we'll do a quick discussion. I do not have a lot of notes for this film. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll start. So, uh, to me, the majority of this movie is drenched in a foreboding and creepy atmosphere. Uh, it is by no means perfect. However, it establishes this tone from the start, and it never relents. I really absorbed the boys' frame of reference in this movie. It really reminded me of being that age and finding things spooky, Halloween yes. time especially. Uh, I had a very overactive imagination as I felt like the boy appears to in the film, all bo- although in this movie, this boy is definitely not imagining things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, initially, I was kind of confused at how he was suddenly more trusting of the voice in the walls than over his actual parents. But the increasing odd behavior of his parents make it clear that they are not quite what they seem, and that is established fairly early as well. Yes. However, I feel the movie falls apart in the final act. Uh, I appreciated the attempt of bringing three kind of story threads together into a head at the at the ending, uh, but I felt like the bully story was pretty forced. Uh, and its part in the final act was forced, I and I mostly hated the way that the teacher-student arc played out. And with that, I pass it to you. Uh, I would agree. Uh, that was a pretty darn good summarization. Um, my notes are this. Uh, from the opening sequence, the music I thought was outstanding. I literally went and looked up the music. It's by a company called Drum and Lace. Uh, it's, a, it's a synth pop artist out of Italy. It's a, it's a female, from my understanding, if I remember correctly. But the music sets the tone in this thing wonderfully. And I was like, yeah. it, you know, I know you. we talk from time to time about scenes and music and shots. And sometimes it, the, the music for this just, I heard it and I was like, oh, I'm into this. Yeah. They, they've set the tone perfectly for me. And I want to give them total credit for it. Drum and Lace is the music uh, for this thing. My next note about this film, very simple. You want me to beep me here real quick, Gary, because there's a cuss word, or I can change it to an autocorrect. Ducking creepy. <laughs> this film from the get-go, I was like, this film is a little a little creepy, yes. Um, but in a good way. I wasn't put off by it. I was just like, right. I was pulled in. It's why I don't have a lot of notes because I sat in this. I was like, I, I again, I don't sit and try to figure films out. It's never been my thing. And I was trying, like, I don't know where this film's going. And I was trying to get some sense in it. And I couldn't quite get there for parts of the film. And I was just really like, I'm going to enjoy this. I'm just going to sit back and enjoy it. And it yeah. just, and the whole gist of the film, it just said a creepy feel the whole movie. He had a couple of little jump scares, but they were minor. Didn't, didn't need them. I have a scene. Let me pull this picture up here, Gary, because I just, and I'll explain it once I pull the picture up. Um, again, sticking with the overall creepy feel. And it ties into what you had said, too. These scenes here <laughs> always just make me feel a little uneasy. Uh, <laughs> by the way, that, that little kid there is a Busey. I don't know which Busey it is, but his, his last name is Busey. So he's always part of the, the, the Gary Busey family. Um, but uh, my note was the, uh, the, the animal masks, these type of things always just make things a little creepier to me. Yeah. Just like in um, Run, Rabbit, Run, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, the little rabbit mask. It, it, it's, it's unnerving to me, let's put it that way. Uh, but not in a bad way. I, I, again, I wasn't, I don't, I'm not bothered by it. I'm like, 
oh, this is just going to be weird. Yeah. This just creeps me out a little bit. Two negatives, and that's all I got left of the film. I don't care for the title, Cobweb. I don't have a better alternative. It just it Cobweb leads you to think one thing, and I just never got that feeling, an overwhelming spider sense, so to speak. Uh, I, I again, I don't know what a better title you could have had, but um, I'll completely agree on that point. Um, I think it does lead you down a particular line of thinking, and maybe throws a person that tries to figure stuff off out, kind of off, throws yeah. them off in trying to fit, especially with this particular scene behind me. Um, there's there's some you you th- you kind of in a way think maybe something else is going on when yes. it's not quite as complicated i think really as you as you might think yes um and then the last thing that it's a nitpicky thing but it's just one of these cliches almost like my my three-point superhero landing (laughs) i hate and i'm using the word hate here gary that's strong the the horror film cliche of the crab walk or the spider walk yeah overplayed i'm tired of it. it it was unnecessary in this film yeah so uh, and I'm not going to give away anything, but there's a scene in this film where this happens, and it's just, it's like, ugh, come on. This film was so different. It didn't need all this crappy stuff in there. Uh, I mean, I wish there would have been a little more backstory. You know, if I'm going to criticize the film, explain something more about what's going on behind the wall. You know, yeah. you put it out there, but then you don't explain all of it. Right. Like, to me, they didn't. And maybe they did, and I missed it. But I just never got the full understanding of what was going on there. And, and the parents, why they're so fucking crazy, ducking crazy. Sorry. <laughs> um, but that's it. I mean, I just I enjoyed this film. I mean, I, I I recommend it to people. You should watch it if you like intense, creepy thrillers. This is this is in that wheelhouse. And I did look up um, just out of curiosity because I was I watched all the way through the credits. <clears throat> this was shot in like Bulgaria. Oh yeah, yeah. If you watch the credits, like every. Like ninety percent of the people on the crew all had a a last name of like you know Chekhov, Goryagov, you know, Ov Ov last names. I'm like, oh, that's a lot of. That, I wonder if that's COVID related. I don't know. So I looked <laughs> up where so I, I kind of saw where it was shot, and it's yeah. in a studio that was in Bulgaria. Then, and so I'm Just assuming seems out of the yeah ordinary. A lot of a lot of local help. Yeah, uh, not, it means nothing to what I'm talking about, but I just. That's interesting. Uh, this is what you do when you're locked in your house and, and you're sick and you have <laughs> nothing else to do. So you, you actually research where was this film shot? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, I kind of, I, I just enjoyed this film. It was a great, yeah. creepy, slow, like, oh, this is, and I was, I was on the edge of my seat a little bit. I wonder, I was really curious about where this was, film was going to go. And, um, but yeah. yeah, it's kind of a sleeper because it's not, again, not, not really heard of. I saw the trailer no. for it, which is what piqued my interest. Um, and I think the trailer leads you a certain way too, um, which is probably why I kind of started down a different path as I was watching it. But, um, but yeah, it definitely establishes a tone. I just, to reiterate, I, I do think this is a movie for, um, particular set of people, but I, I don't think it's kind of hard to recommend it to everybody just because I feel like people that are very critical are going to see the ending part and be disappointed. Cause I felt disappointment sort of in the last 15, 20 minutes of the movie. I, yeah, it didn't live up to what had been built 
for most of the film, which I thought was great. I really enjoyed like yeah, the, the first the bill, two thirds of the movie. It just didn't so, pay off right. Yeah. So yeah. That's I mean, again, if they had explained a little more about why the parents are act the way they act, I think it would have helped the ending a little bit, but yeah. Say S la vie. Right. But that's it, man. I enjoyed it. Go see this movie if you can. It's going to be streaming soon, I think. If it's uh, not already, yeah. Yeah, by the time this comes out. Uh, it's. I mean, I, I messaged my daughter immediately. She's like, never heard of us. I said, you should watch it because she's a horror fan. I was like, you'll love it. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Please like, comment, and subscribe. Let us know what you are digging about the show, what you find lacking, and let us know what you thought of Cobweb. Yeah. And we'll catch you next time. Or our rock, oh, flick flop, rock, our flick rock over, or that too, you know. Wait, maybe we'll rock out on one of these. Maybe we'll release a song for this. Thing. <laughs> Not likely. <laughs> yeah, real. <laughs> See you guys. This has been a Touch of Madness production brought to you by the creative minds at Tommy Twins Media.